Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Mario Cordero, Chairman of the Federal Maritime Commission, as we continue our 23rd anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is the chairman of the Federal Maritime Commission, uh, Mario Cadero. Mario, welcome to our show. Thank you very much, Art. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for coming in for Washington. And uh, I think most of our viewers are probably not familiar with the Federal Maritime Commission. Give us uh, the 101 brief on, on what you guys do. Well, essentially, Art, the Commission, the Federal Maritime Commission, is an independent regulatory agency. And our mandate is basically to monitor the activities of foreign carriers, uh, marine terminal operators, and ports. And also, with regard to the many agreements that are filed by these entities, we're the commission that reviews those and approves those agreements. And you have been on the commission for almost four years, and you've, uh, the president actually appointed you as chairman of the commission a year and a half ago. That's correct. And uh, I understand that just recently he, you've been renominated by the president for another five-year term on the commission subject to Senate confirmation. Right. Well, congratulations. Uh, that's, a, that's a great honor to Long Beach. Uh, you're one of ours here, and it's an important responsibility. So you're explaining what the commission does. You, you have the right to review rates that carriers set. Right. We review the rates, you know. Again, what we're looking for is to make sure they're not unreasonable. And uh, we also review agreements. You know, one of the primary issues that the took our 214 agenda was the reviewing of the alliance agreements that were filed by the big carriers. Now, what, to explain what the alliance agreements are. The alliance agreements now are what we're seeing uh, in the global uh, world of carriers who come together and they agree to share a vessel, essentially a vessel sharing agreement. So, for example, we have the 2M agreement, the two largest carriers in the world, uh, MERS and MSC. They have now come together, and uh, they will now be moving these vessels as one entity, sharing the space. And what has triggered these alliances is the fact that the ships are getting larger and larger and are up to 14,000 uh, TMUs, or TEUs, TEUs yeah. which is 7,000 containers on one ship. Right. And you need more than one shipper often to fill these giant ships. So they work in partnership with what, what traditionally have been competitors. Correct. I mean, there's the issue of the capacity and also the issue of essentially economies of scale, which for them, uh, they're looking forward to, again, reduce costs and efficiencies. And that's exactly uh, what it is. So these giant ships are very cost efficient because uh, more units piled on the same ship, uh, on the ship with uh, the same crew of 20 or 30, uh, the cost per container becomes less as the ship gets bigger and bigger. That's correct. And we, the other component to this is the efficiencies in terms of fuel and environmentally related efficiencies 
will be, uh, you'll see a lot uh, greater results because the new ships are built with more efficiencies. So the Maritime Commission has the authority to review these alliances to see that they're not anti-competitive? Exactly. Uh, we review them to see they're not uh, anti-competitive in the form of uh, impacts the shipping community in terms of cost or reduces the service to the shipping community and commerce. And uh, do you have safety jurisdiction as well with regard to foreign carriers? You know, there are safety and security components to this uh, monitoring, yes. So uh, what do you personally then do as, as chair, uh, I guess supervisor, everything? Yeah, the chairman of the agency is the chief executive officer of the agency and responsible for the administration of the agency. So with that, uh, the job description, so to speak, is everything related to personnel, policy, moving the agenda. So the good news about that is is a, a very responsible position that I'm very honored to serve. But, you know, again, at the end of the day, you know, you're responsible for anything that doesn't go right. So uh, my job <laughs> the is... Buck, to, the buck stops with the you. The buck stops with me. So my job is to keep that ship sailing in a, in a good and efficient direction. And you were selected by the president to be the chairman. He can select anyone he wants to right. be chair, and he's chose you. And uh, as we mentioned, you, uh, you've been nominated now to be mm -hmm. chairman for uh, 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 another period. Yeah, another second uh, five-year term. So I'm very blessed uh, as to that opportunity. And, uh, and I will say that none of this would have happened but for my service on the Port of Long Beach, which, you know, it, it's, it's the biggest port complex in the nation. And I think a lot of what we did back then uh, gave me some prominence in terms of the opportunity I have now. Uh, Mario was a uh, member of the Board of Harbor Commissioners for eight years here in Long Beach. Right. So, um, well, that, that's quite, wh what's it like living in Washington, D.C. and being part of the government? Well, for my perspective, I think it's a very exciting opportunity. Uh, you know, you're very involved with policy with regard to the maritime component. Um, and it's interesting because, as you know, I taught political science for 17 years on a part-time basis at Long Beach City College. So it's given me a great opportunity to really excel with regard to the concepts of leadership. And uh, in addition, like I used to tell my students, everything's political. And I think for us to uh, move agendas in, in, in Washington, you know, you, you think about consensus and relationships. I think that's very important. You said everything is political. Uh, the word politics has a somewhat negative connotation these mm. days because some of the well-publicized stalemates and everything. Mm. But, but politics is really uh, the science of getting along with one another and finding compromise and finding common ground and common solutions. Absolutely. And again, you know, I, I think in one phrase, the art of compromise, you know. And uh, so we, we have some challenges in our nation today, but I'm sure we're going to uh, move past that in the, in the best interest of the nation. Okay, we'll be talking about those challenges in the next segment. Stay with us. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com, the port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. 
There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Does your career involve legal work, law enforcement, fraud investigation, or crime scene analysis? You can increase your skill level and enhance your career by enrolling in the Basic Applied Forensic Science and Crime Analysis Certificate Program. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. We're back, continuing our conversation with Mario Cadero, the chairman of the Federal Maritime Commission. Let's say a word about Long Beach, LA, Mario, before we go uh, and look at the challenges in the industry. Uh, we're the biggest port complex in America, right here in Long Beach and LA combined. That's correct. And 50% uh, of the maritime trade uh, of the West Coast comes in through this port. Complex. Right. We're, we're clearly a big player. And 70% of that 50% comes through LA, Long Beach. So well, 70% of the Asian imports. Of the Asian come, imports. Right, come here to the West Coast. So uh, in situations right now where there's uh, this problem of congestion, uh, we see the, the ships anchored. You go by the beach and you look out and you see all these giant ships waiting to unload. It gives you a sense of the problem, which is congestion. Right, it, it's a serious crisis uh, for the nation overall regarding our gateways and, you know, and to put it in proper perspective, this is an issue that global, uh, worldwide, in terms of some of our major gateways. And what is the role of the Maritime Commission in addressing that problem? Well, the mission of the FMC is to make sure that we foster a fair, efficient, and reliable international transportation system. So based on that mission statement, our role is to make sure that we have efficient gateways, that the commerce that comes to the United States, foreign commerce through our trade routes, uh, is one in which we have efficiencies and we can move that cargo. So that is our role to monitor that. But clearly right now we don't have efficiencies yeah. with these backups. Well, you know, I think on the positive side, you know, particularly Long Beach and LA, they have, they're the leading ports in this nation. They have so many efficiencies and technology that are in place that other ports don't have. Now, of course, because of the number of containers that come here, I think they're at the tune now of 2014, was 15 million plus. You know, it, it does provide some challenges. I guess it's kind of a good problem in a sense, like a, like a parking problem in a shopping center. That's the kind of problem you want rather than no one going there. So the fact that people want to move their goods through Long Beach is a very positive thing, but uh, I heard the, the president of the port, John Slangerup, talk about the fact that the industry needs to rethink the way it does things with the, with the giant ships causing problems and the, uh, the alliances creating uh, uh, problems with regard to, uh, it's a little complicated to explain, but uh, the way they, they load the containers on 
with the alliances is not as efficient as when the ships were smaller and they could load in one area all the containers mm -hmm. going for, to Chicago on a train and offload them this way. Now they're checkerboarded in and it's much less efficient to unload a giant ship with the random uh, containers than uh, it used to be. Yeah, John's absolutely correct on this. And I think, but uh, however, with the leadership of people like John here in the Long Beach and Gene Sirocco in LA, I'm sure that they'll address those challenges and these ports will continue to be the leading gateway. Now, in terms of the vessel size, you know, when I was a port commissioner for eight years at the Port of Long Beach, I was part of an inauguration of an 8,000 TEU ship that wow. came to the port. <laughs> what do we have today? Double. Double that, 14, 16. Uh, just last month, or December uh, of 2014, a month and a half ago, uh, China Shipping took delivery of a 19,000 plus TEU ship. Wow. Mercer's working on 20, 22,000. So it, it's, it's a new game here. And Middle Harbor, of course, when it's completed, will be the most modern uh, uh, terminal in the world, I'm told, entirely automated and mm -hmm. uh, in a position to receive these uh, larger ships with the giant cranes that they need. Well, certainly, you know, Middle Harbor will be the state-of-the-art terminal for this nation, and I think, you know, one other aspect is going to be all electric, so not only in terms of it's going to be advanced in terms of the operations, but in terms of the environmental aspects, which is something that Long Beach has worked very hard at, and, you know, and I note that John uh, Slangrub is going to take this to a new level regarding renewable energy. It's really an amazing story in terms of what has happened here in Long Beach and what the vision continues to be. And that's a focus of you personally and of the uh, Maritime Commission of sustainable development. Just talk to that for a second. Well, sustainable development really came into play uh, when we moved forward to implement the Greenport uh, policy, which is, in essence, that's what it was about, sustainable development. At the time, there was much debate about that. Now, it, it's, it's a concept that's embraced all over the world. Uh, and Long Beach is recognized throughout the world as the greenest of the green ports. Absolutely, and I think, again, like I said at the beginning, uh, my opportunity that I had here as chairman of the Federal MC, uh, Maritime Commission really came as a result of what Long Beach as a port did. You know, we had a lot of uh, national recognition in terms of greening the port. So uh, it further emphasizes how important Long Beach is in LA, uh, because then again, you're recognized nationwide and, uh, and those kind of, uh, at that time, visionary dynamic uh, uh, policy moves that we made on that commission are, are now flourishing all over the world. Under challenges ahead, uh, of course, uh, eliminating congestion and efficiencies has mm -hmm. to be one. Any other things that you see as major challenges on the horizon? I think that's the main challenge, and I think under that, again, is to really amplify and, and think out of the box how we deal with those efficiencies. A good example is, you know, we should not have uh, terminal operators in which we have truckers waiting two or three hours to get into the terminal. Uh, that's, that's one that's kind of a common denominator in some of our gateways, whether it's New York or whether it's Long Beach. But I think more and more, it, I'm optimistic that the stakeholders will come together to make sure they deal with that scenario because, again, we're now talking about unloading a 14,000, 16,000 TEU, twice the size of an 8,000. So you can imagine um, the efficiencies that we need to be, or they need to work on. And John Slangerup, the president of the Port of Long Beach, has, has mentioned that the, the entire industry needs to rethink uh, the model because the, the key is uh, time from loading to delivery, mm -hmm. making that as efficient as possible. Mm -hmm. And he, of course, comes from FedEx, where right. things move very quickly. Right. 
No, absolutely. And, and, and is going to bring that expertise in suggestions mm -hmm. that the industry has to rethink itself. No, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, John has been very visionary. But not only that, you know, in days of old, I remember that uh, sometimes port authorities would say, well, we're not a landlord. I mean, we're a landlord port, and thus we can't really do much. You know, are the parameters in terms of what we can do are rather yes. limited. But when you see people, the new directors of the day, and people like John, you know, being a landlord port is no longer an excuse. In fact, given the importance of this gateway, you know, port authorities have to be more active, and they are, in terms of making sure how they work and maximize efficiencies with the cooperation of the stakeholders. So I think in that regard, Long Beach continues with the model, and John obviously is doing an excellent job on that front. Outstanding. And with that, we'll be taking a pause, and we'll be right back with more of this great conversation. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. I think the dancing started right around the time we got Charter. All of a sudden, he's downloading all these music videos and prancing around like some show pony. I even caught him dancing along to musicals on demand. I've never seen him so much as tap his foot. I just didn't get it. And then one day, I did. Get TV, internet, and phone for $29.99 each per month. Charter, make way for more. In this last segment, we like to get up close and personal with our guests, and uh, that's easy to do with someone like Mario. Now, you are a graduate of Long Beach State. Go Beach. Beach. There you go. And what did you major in here? Political science. And then you went on to law school. Right, Santa Clara Law School. And then you taught for a while. Well, I taught part-time at Long Beach City College for 17 years, up until the point where I moved to Washington. And in the course of that, uh, uh, your friend then... Councilman Alan Lowenthal suggested you might uh, be appropriate candidate for the Harbor Commission. Right, that goes back to 2003, and that spring Alan and I had lunch and he made that suggestion and the rest is history. And so you were there and were played a, uh, an important role in getting this Greenport philosophy in, which, which now is accepted not only here in Long Beach but throughout the world, but then was quite revolutionary. 
It, it was. It, it really was. And I think it's an amazing story. And, you know, the job was made easier when you had people like Jim Hankla and John Hancock, John Calhoun, and Doris Topsy over as part of that team. Um, that still, would be like turning a battleship around. Yeah, to, to, no. Because uh, um, ports traditionally are business and don't bother us with all this other stuff. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, the response to some of these suggestions was that, uh, you know, we were going to turn away business. People were going to go to other ports. And, uh, and obviously, when you look back, that, in fact, did not happen. And so you get the best of both worlds now with uh, economic growth, but sustainable growth, mm -hmm. and uh, protection of the environment and mm -hmm. the health of the citizens of the communities that you are located in. Absolutely. It's a win-win for the port and the city. So now you go to, Mr. Smith goes to Washington, Mr. Mm -hmm. Cadero goes to Washington, mm -hmm. and what, what was it like arriving there and uh, finding your way around uh, the, all the bureaucracies and all the political players there? Well, it was amazing. You know, I've never lived outside of California until this experience, and uh, I'd have to say it was, it was eye-opening. And even being an instructor, adjunct professor in political science, I have to say I felt like a, like a student visiting Washington. It was an amazing place to be in. And uh, over time, you develop uh, relationships there and get to know uh, uh, the senators that, uh, and congressmen that are, have jurisdiction over your, your department. Yeah, you know, part of our outreach is to continue a, a, a sound dialogue with, you know, both sides of the aisle. So, yes, uh, it's been a great experience. Let me ask this question as an attorney myself and having studied political science. Uh, one of the, 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 the Maritime Commission is an independent regulatory agency. And right. the commissioners are appointed by the, nominated by the president, confirmed by the Senate, serve for fixed terms. But they are a fourth branch of government, if you will. Uh, yeah. uh, and one of the critiques of the agencies, and I'm not addressing your agency in particular, is that they become captive of the, agents, of the industries that they're supposed to regulate. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a common uh, criticism by professors all over the country. Uh, do you see any of that with the Maritime Commission? Well, it's a fair observation. I think the, with the Maritime Commission, I think I could fairly represent that I've had an excellent dialogue with the industry. So the way that we move forward is in a way that both protects the uh, American shipper and we also mandate our regulatory purview. So I tried that uh, to do that together with the industry. And, you know, they need to be a stakeholder in terms of having input, but on the other hand, we have a role as a regulatory agency we have to move forward with, and, and we have. And your focus and jurisdiction, as you mentioned earlier, are on foreign shippers. There's another entity that regulates domestic shippers. Well, our focus is on the foreign carriers, you know, which is the carriers, you know, uh, overwhelmingly uh, the cargo that's being brought to the United States and our trade routes is by foreign carriers, if not, yes. I would like to say almost 100 so, percent. Is that for, for labor costs and reasons such as that? Well, I think over the years, uh, that was part of it, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, but that's basically how it is in the world. And uh, it, So there are not a lot of American companies that have 16,000 TEU ships? No, no. I mean, you know, American carriers are basically restricted within the Jones Act. So uh, most of that business is like from the mainland to Hawaii or from the mainland to Puerto Rico and uh, or up and down the coast. But, but there's no legal reason, is there, that a company could not go into the shipping business 
and trade with Europe, uh, trade with Asia. No, no, there's no reason. In fact, some carriers, uh, what they do, what we call the American flag carriers, will do this under the auspices of the American flag. And, uh, but, uh, uh, but it comes down to cost issues. Yeah, because I know a lot of, uh, of the cruise ships and all, they, mm -hmm. they register under a foreign flag right. to uh, avoid costs and mm -hmm. regulatory restraints. That's correct. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, a final observation on, on Washington. I, I, I guess uh, you probably didn't grow up in snow. No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. Uh, or humidity, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, sacrifices in the interest and service of our country. Well, you know, for me, the maritime industry has been a, 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 an amazing industry to be part of. And I think it started here at Long Beach at the port and it has continued at the federal level. So I'm very blessed to uh, have had this opportunity. I, I enjoy every day I walk in that door. Wonderful, so. wonderful. We'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Well, I think Long Beach can be very proud to have as one of our own the chairman of the Federal Maritime Commission. And uh, we wish uh, our guest, Mario Cadero, continued success in his uh, important work in Washington, Mario. And uh, we have a minute or so left, whatever you'd like to say to our viewers. Well, I think, again, everybody knows how important port authorities are in the maritime. You know, over 95% of the commerce cargo comes by way of water. So for me, it is so uh, comforting to see the, uh, the relationship between the city of Long Beach and, and its port and what the impact it has for the better, not only the region, but the nation. So I would ask the viewers to continue to support our port authorities 
because again, they're a very important component in terms of the globalized world as we are today. Thank you, and uh, uh, we'd like to remind our viewers that one of the secrets of happiness in life is a sense of gratitude. Uh, what are you grateful for? Think about it. Thanks for, for watching and please join us next week for the next edition of our show. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.